Raper of dreams. It's almost done. You didn't like what I did anyway, so. I was fucking with you, you douche nozzle. (laughs) I can only make you look so good. I have a hard time (laughs) enough trying to make myself look good. I don't need your help. (laughs) But yeah, I'm I'm about to get a new computer because I can't take this one no more. Again, get them for get one from Declutter. You'll get a refurbished one and a good one at a good price. No, I don't want refurbished garbage. Just stop being a cheap bastard, Wayne, and and just do what you meant to. I'm I'm gonna. All right, here's the intro. Here we go. Oh, whoops! Hold on. (laughs) Share the audio. Mickey Mouse production right here. Do not adjust your television. Wayne's a knucklehead. I am the host now. Yes. (laughs) Where did he go? I am the captain now. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> ah, no, we're live on YouTube, guys. So this is what happens I, when I, I'm I the join much a show. better producer now of the show. <laughs> you know, I am not uh, Wayne. I am actual JL here. We're going to be bringing on a special episode of, of Rat Salad Review brought to you by Beyond Machino and Music is Life and the Great Harry Barnett's <laughs> prod- Myriad of Podcasts. So everybody, so we're just gonna bring it in here. Everybody, speak their names and everything. Uh, we're gonna go with Harry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is the great Harry Barnett. You may have heard of me from such great shows as. Well, I do a lot of shows. I can't name all of them, but uh, just in case you don't know who I am, I've been podcasting for ten, eleven, maybe twelve years. Um, I I 3D print. I'm just, you know, I'm just that guy that sits on the park bench that just shouts a lot of stuff and you just look at him as if, okay, I'll I'll walk the other way. But uh, yeah, I've come to join tonight for the second time on Rat Salad Review because Wayne is a professional who uh, brings his top talent on every now and again. Uh, You know, he he doesn't think maybe I'll get him on a little bit more often. But uh, yeah, on to everybody else. I'm, I'm so professional all right intro you know you know hey hey yeah i was holding the ship down for you okay you did all right wayne Welcome everybody to Rats Sound Review. How's everybody? Wow. Any more enthusiasm, sir? <laughs> <laughs> freaking press volume over there. Freaking he just came in with all the excitement oh, of the colonoscopy. Did we break uh, Wayne? Did you just swap? Did you just swallow a bottle of Xanax before you I, did I that? Might, I might have. I might have. Uh, I wish I did actually, and I wouldn't have to do the show. By the way, that was me in the intro. <laughs> I was Annette Olsen from Nightwish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but I'm having very uh, a lot of, a lot of technical difficulties right now, so uh, bear with me. Uh, please talk amongst yourselves while I just fix a few things. Go ahead, and, uh, introduce well, yourself. Like I told you, there's a lot the of CDs. people on here. Yes, like I told you, ask the CDs; they'll tell you what to do. They don't talk back. All right. Well, I think they, I think they need some more. You just stop listening to them. I can probably talk to your. Uh, I could probably get more answers out of your uh, 3D printer uh, printed models behind you than I can get out of my CDs. What are you printing today, by the That's way? That's offensive. Because it's very uh, noisy. You told me it wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wayne. <laughs> liar! Oh, liar! I come on this. I come on this show, take the shine from your dome, in, and that's why I have to wear these sunglasses. <laughs> and I take this oh, kind shit. of behavior 
and now you you <laughs> go and trick me like that. What you a trickster! British, you a trickster. We're going to call you the trickster from now on. But, yeah, uh, from the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly from the Flash. You know the the, the new trickster. But um, uh, what am I printing today? I'm printing a Funko Pop. Obviously, as you can tell from the background, which you can only see a mile away. Um, big fan of Funko Pops. Actually, doing them custom. Uh, got my own one up there, which you can't see because my fucking light is shining. Um, but yeah, big fan of doing some uh, custom Funko Pops that no one's ever done before, usually. So uh, yeah, printing a new pop. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and also joining us, somebody that's never been on the show before, Mr. Paul Nur. What's up, Paul? Hey, not much, man. Just chilling, excited to do this. You know, it sucks that Goldie had to drop, but it's it's for a good reason. I mean, you can't pass up a 10,000 uh, seat arena to, you know, oh, yeah. get your shit out. Yeah, she's actually playing can't with Jackal. That. Do you remember the band Jackal from back in the day? The guy with the chainsaw that used to come out? And... I love that song, yes. the Lumberjack song. That was yeah. great. <laughs> and I had no idea they were Yeah, I was around, never so. a big, neither, well, I, I was never a fan, so I wouldn't even know, so. Yeah. But good for her. Yeah. As long as she does my Slayer cover, she'll be all right. And she'll stay in my good graces. So. <laughs> yeah, so I wish her luck on the show and everything. And uh, we'll reschedule her at some point. But uh, yeah, that'll be fun. And yeah, sorry she's not here. But you know what? You get to deal with uh, us tonight. And uh, we're going to talk about some music. That works, whatever man. Else. Yeah, so it'll be fun. And when she comes yeah. back, uh, when she does reschedule, you guys are more than welcome to come back on as well. So all is good with that. Yeah. Uh, Mr. James Lilquist. What's yes. Up? Well, um, not much this week. Uh, I actually got to, uh, you know, enjoy a little bit more time here, you know, uh, got a my, got my, uh, sea legs back from the uh, podcasting world here. Hopefully, uh, you know, everybody, thank you for the donations to, uh, uh, Eric Adams is, uh, GoFundMe, uh, for his mother. Um, I saw that there's been some significant uh, donations oh, yeah. in there and that's been really awesome in there. So, uh, and then to get, uh, get my compadre back in there so that we can uh, get back because we're missing out on a lot of uh, wrestling uh, talk going on right now. Uh, you know, not like there's any news going on in the wrestling world whatsoever this week, you know, nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing happened. Absolutely. No nope. dead news time. Absolutely. So uh, oh, yeah. Worst yeah. still on TV. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. They're not adding TV shows or anything, you know, and absolutely not. No, no, no big stars coming yeah. back. No, <laughs> never. Hell no. Not so. at all. Uh, Lou, what's going on with you? Well, a uh, cool thing happened to me last night. I got to interview the ultraviolent beast himself, former BJW champion, CZW champion, Masada. Oh. was uh on the music is live podcast nice. last night i had an interview with him uh we talked for about an hour and uh i had a great conversation with him he is such a good guy such a great interviewee and uh you know we talked about you know his career we talked about what he's doing with his company exiled artifacts that he makes jewelry and a bunch of accessories you know from like bone and things like that and 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 steel and metal i mean um <clears throat> i don't know how many of you gentlemen or if any of the viewers at home watch wwe but the uh viking um the viking raiders the gear mm-hmm. that they come out to with the with, uh, to the ring with masada made that 
so you know he's a real master craftsman uh he's the uh, deathmatch guy isn't he he's a deathmatch yes the skewers but I remember, me, I remember. I was about yeah. to say, Lou, your forehead is is uh, very pristine for having to uh, spend an hour with Masada. Usually, that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't stab me in the sixth head. I'm okay. I would say forehead, but it's bigger than a forehead. But no, 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 sir. So the sixth head is only refrained for Peyton Manning, and you make sure you pay reverence to that, sir. <laughs> Fine. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, he he was a he was great, you know. And uh, we had such a great time talking about the podcast. He said he wanted to come back again. As the show was going on, he was like, thank you for not asking me the same questions as always. So I got the same treatment from him that I got from Sasha from Halloween. So okay. fucking hey, that's great. And uh, he was nice enough to post the go. He let me post the GoFundMe for Eric on his uh, Facebook page. And uh, he told me to tell Eric that uh, you're in Masada's and his family's prayers. So. Very cool. Very cool. And, and we'll just talking, yep, talking about the uh, GoFundMe, it's up to $1,779. So that's, that's awesome. That's, awesome. that's wonderful. That's, yeah. And that's, and that's all going to go straight for her medical bills. Cause yeah, they're, they, they need it. So yeah, definitely. So um, yeah. And Paul, you're the reason why, how I know you is because uh, you're a big fan of the Hamid media group. And um, yep. Uh, you, we, I think we've always talked in like the chat, uh, on like the YouTube chats and stuff like that. So you know, you knew that I liked metal, so we yeah. pretty much got along through that way. But um, what do you? Yeah. Since you're a big wrestling yeah. fan, hey, I still I, think that the war on moron. Since the war on moron should have never beat you, so I, <laughs> that I, is I true. Totally, <laughs> they're off the the list. They they don't even get downloaded. So yeah. But yeah, I am a big, big, big wrestling fan. I've been a big wrestling fan. I started watching wrestling probably back in the mid seventies. Hmm. So, what was your territory? Watched, yeah, I remember. I was uh, East Coast. I'm originally from Philadelphia, so everything was East Coast, and then it was all WWF, and then bang, here comes on Channel Forty Eight. Here comes the NWA, and it just set my world on fire from there. And I was yeah. like. Psh- this is this is wrestling, you know, and I stuck with it since then. And I was fortunate, you know, back then I got I, Christ, I, I went for I think three straight years to the ECW arena during the heyday at ECW. I seen uh, I've seen it all over there. I was there for Doctor Death and Terry Gordy when they were there. I seen Brian Lee go off the scaffold, uh, the Eliminators and the the Gangsters and that that hellish uh, steel cage match. I mean. It was some of the best times, and then we have today. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> really cool. Now, what do you think of today's product? I mean, it's obviously doesn't compare to it's the it's shit. shite. <laughs> it's 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 the, the uh, drizzling shits. I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. And then you just seen this Monday what they did to Carrying Cross, oh. <laughs> and that bullshit they did to him. Man, I have a corollary. Why does that name Scarlet sound familiar? Corollary. Killer Cross, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I they know. Who that is, yeah, what's that, James? Oh, yeah, have you been, yeah, wa- right. have you been watching? Uh, Neil, Neil, have you have you been watching anything in Japan lately? No, no, I haven't. I, I have, I have to admit, I have fallen off from Japan, but I just, I've been really disillusioned. But I, I, the only time I know really about wrestling, I don't watch it as much. Is I just listen to Ben Hamin and then and Vince Russo and Stevie when they do the review shows because it's just so hard to watch. Yeah. I won't no, even I watch the Hulu, the Hulu uh, shortened versions. It's just, nah, it, it doesn't work for me. 
Uh-huh. And now they're going to blow up NXT. And now right. they're going to blow that up. Like, why? Yeah. I watch everything you know? fast forward, so I never know what's going on. That's what I listen to. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm watching. Watching. <laughs> I've watched I've watched a couple of NXTs in the last couple of months uh, since um, Joe Gacy got signed there. But other than that, I haven't watched a WWE show in a long, long time. I think the WrestleMania I went in 2015 was the last time I was dedicated to watching that. Now, if if a friend is doing a show, like um, I've Mm -hmm. got a subscription to IWTV. Mm. Other than IWTV, I do not watch wrestling at all. Like, yeah, the CM Punk thing. Yeah, you know, various things I watch clips of on Twitter. But other than that, it's like, I feel like I've outgrown wrestling. Uh, yeah. And, and that, that is the sad part about it. But I mean, like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm saying uh, there's a there's a new promotion out of Japan that's doing the UWF style of wrestling that is, I think is going to be yeah. really oh, fun. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called Lent. Or it's called Gleet, and the and the UWF style is called Lent. L I B E T, I think it's or L L I B E N T, and it's all UWF shoot style. It's all run by uh, Kiyoshi Tamura, and it's it's yeah. legit and it's awesome. And that's it, that's my that's it, my type of wrestling. That's my I like that stuff. I like battle it, arts and all that stuff. Is there a truth to to somebody? I was I think I heard or read that. Onita is trying to bring back FMW. He has, yes, and yeah, he, he actually just had a had a thing where there was like a six man tag with Maki Ito, uh, him, and I forget who else against the, the another three man team. And Maki Ito and the other girl were using electrified baseball bats on each other. Jesus, it's interesting <laughs> you bring up Onita because in October he will be wrestling in America. Um, it will be him yeah. and. Matt Tremont one-on-one in uh, New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, they're going to try yeah. and redo yeah. that again from CZW? Mm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> wow, Lou. Well, wait, way to put that one over there. Uh, listen, yeah. I mean, okay, maybe we could fault the sham of Once in a Lifetime on DJ Hyde, which I'm more yeah. than willing to, but <laughs> if they're really going to go... Yeah. Then make they better make the fuck up for it. That's all I'm saying. Lou, well, I'll tell you this. Can he even walk anymore? <laughs> Give him a walker. I don't care. He can use it in the match. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you this. I've never met DJ. Um, you know, I would say I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I've heard otherwise. But Masada will tell you otherwise, sir. Yeah. yeah. I, called, <laughs> I called into a podcast once that I was meant to be on. I was waiting at least an hour before they actually brought me on because that MF just kept going on and on and on. It's like, just, just stop. Like no one wants to hear it. I, 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 Lou, Lou's never had to deal with that whatsoever, ever. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not but James, there's a difference. I'll never do anything like that. You're entertaining. DJ Hyde <laughs> is a fuck nut. There. I said it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've heard he's a bit of a dick, so. I know we have a dick everywhere. I take offense to that statement. (laughs) I I guess all you dicks have to unite. That's cool. I can understand. Dicks united. (laughs) (laughs) All all under the banner of Big Dick Dudley. Dudley. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Rest in peace. (laughs) 
By the way, Paul, you do not look like you were born in the 70s. I could have sworn you were like our age, like, yeah. you know, late 30s, early 40s. So uh, and I appreciate the uh, death row uh, shirt you're rocking. Yes, thank you. That's that's this the years, you know, it shows kids today have no clue on when music was good. Right. They really yeah. have no idea. Well, you know, I think I think actually Vanilla Ice actually brought. Uh, I've been watching a lot of videos him him explaining his whole theory that the night the the kids that were born in the eighties and in the night and that grew up in the nineties were the last generation that actually had pop culture, mm-hmm. and actually had their own music because yeah. before cell phones it was act you know before cell phones and everything. So you actually had to do this crazy thing called talking to people, which you know <laughs> mm-hmm. makes it oh, makes no, us more personal. As, you know. So, uh, and and, and, I, and I love my nephews and everything, but those aliens have no idea what it is to talk to a human being whatsoever. Yeah. They can talk whatsoever on that, on that cell phone, not all nonstop. They can't talk to a person face to face. It's the great, it's the craziest thing to me, but you know, that yeah. helped I with mean, our stuff. Cause I mean, like when did music stop being, you know, just the formulaic SoundCloud type music? When did that start happening? <sighs> When like mumbling became, uh, you know, appreciated. Yeah. Hey, no, no, no. You leave Chacaron out of this. <laughs> oh, can we get sued for that? Leave Chacaron out of this. Oh, I like Chacaron, actually. That's got a good beat. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, thank I, you. I, geez, I don't, that's brutal. I mean, I, I, I'm sitting here trying to think. I can't. I mean, late 90s, early 2000s was the last bit of good 2000s. music. Probably, yeah. yeah early 2000s that's when it yeah. started to get like really uh, i don't even know it's just everybody just became like stuck in this like this pattern and everybody just follows it now like even all the bands you can't even tell like uh like back in the day you could tell what drummer a drummer like, who a drummer was like you can you know by yeah. their sound and how they they played now you can't tell because everything sounds the same everything has yeah. um you know, effects added to it and everything. So it just, yeah, you don't know. And even guitar players, you you could tell who was playing a guitar. Nowadays, everybody yeah. sounds the same. And now I mean, the only thing you can tell the difference yeah, I mean, is, is a singer. Not even and that. A perfect example is what's that, June? Is when you talk about Dimebag and, and Vinny from yeah. Pantera. You knew when they were playing, like right. you knew his guitar riff, you knew his drumming, and you just noticed just the slightest. Bit of hearing it, you knew, right. and like you said, Wayne, today, yeah, you don't know shit. They don't that's know why. Nothing. That's why I like that latest uh, Slipknot album that they did about two years ago. Was it was actually them, and you could actually hear their sound coming through that, mm-hmm. you know, with with all those songs. So that's, I mean, that, I mean, we're, I'm still jamming that album out, you know, to this, you know, for two years now, you know, and it, and I know that that you know kind of opened up, and then the pandemic started, but that album still kicks ass. Yeah. So yeah, for me, a lot I mean, of people hate it oh. and they're dumb. Yeah, I agree. I, no, go ahead. For me, there's a couple of bands that have come out in the last 15 years that I feel like stand above, you know, everybody else. Um, James, I know we share mutual love for After the Burial. Yep. I love them. I love Periphery. I love Whitechapel. I love uh, Ginger. Like, I think those bands stand out from everyone else just because I actually hear musicality i hear a bit of a difference from what they're doing compared to what everybody else is doing and you know um i i do not that i try to keep my finger on the pulse of what's relevant today because i don't care about what society (laughs) deems relevant i just like what i like 
And thankfully, I have found stuff in the last 15 years that I do like. It's not much, but it's there. <laughs> I have that yeah, proto. Yeah, I still have that proto dramatic music of Helung going on in my in my could thing, this, and they're new. Could this possibly be one thing that you like? Oh, oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh no! Whoa, 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 whoa! You mean the shameless promotions? Absolutely, bring them on. But yes, no, that was actually. That, uh, oh, hold on, hold what on. What was sorry. that album? I don't think I ever heard that. Project what? Resurrect I, number one. Everybody else, Thank as you, official, As the official international distributor, right. I felt that I had to hold that up as well. You know, if you're outside of the uh, the United States, of course, Wayne will uh, make sure you get a good rate on distribution and uh, shipping from yours truly. Yes, Absolutely, definitely. he will. And also, you can also get it on the Bandcamp app, where you can oh, also Bandcamp. get it on your phone. So while you're, you know, so while you're running or driving long distances you can hear it on your phone cellular telephonic devices okay. and it is available on itunes and spotify see wayne you don't even have to pay us to promote it for you yeah we will we'll do the shameless promotions ourselves <laughs> but where can they get it checking my PayPal youtube wayne music Man. they have it too <laughs> that's right youtube it's everywhere it's it you is. can download it for free if you even wanted to but you are you are now mr international where is your suit and where is your sunglasses there all right now i'm going to put it over big time <laughs> Thank you. So <laughs> I never thought that I would ever be so proud of a friend of mine as I am of Wayne, because his album is so far better than the two songs Iron Maiden just released. Oh, don't go that far. I'm going Amen. there. Oh, and I just to, went you there. Oh, you don't yeah. have to clear that. That was a really high bar to clear right there, too. That was an Olympic <laughs> it's record. better than the new Maiden album will be. I promise you. No, it will. All right. If we're all trying to outdo each other, yes, it will. this no, is dude, the only dude, no. CDIR. And this has, <laughs> I will fuck your mother. It's so good. <laughs> this has nothing to do with being on with Wayne. It has nothing to do with being on with you, but he's absolutely right. The two new Maiden tracks are just fucking awful. Really, I don't. I don't yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they're they're kind of they're kind of aligned with hot it. garbage. I've always been the Maiden fan. Yeah, I yeah, only became a Halloween fan because of Wayne, yeah. and I never thought I'd say that the same year that a Halloween and a Maiden album are released, the Halloween album is a million times better. I never thought I'd say that in my life, but I just did. Well, the whole Iron Maiden is not yep. released yet, so Amen. you can't really judge it yet. It's bad enough. No, I don't think it's bad. Writing on the wall well, is bad. If, 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 yeah, but then Stratego came out, and then it's just like, oh, it made okay. It I, I, I don't know. I don't. I like Stratego. I think it's pretty good. It's it's typical Maiden, but exactly, it's typical I, I Maiden. But I want to hear that after the last album of just continuous boring bland music. I, I want to hear the auto back. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. What were you saying, Paul? Before, uh, what were you saying, Paul? Before uh, Lou rudely cut you off, I, I don't remember. He threw me off with Paul Diano, so my mind's just blown away. You say to the two out uh, the two songs that they just released were not good. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that's that's all I really had to say. They were garbage. They were shit. They were. I won't listen to them again. That's for sure. Mm, that's interesting. I have has no, has no Iron Maiden made a good uh, album since the Carmageddon Two soundtrack? The car- what? The Carmageddon Two soundtrack? They were on Carmageddon Two soundtrack. Yes, they had the greatest hits album on that. Yep. I don't. What is? Never that? heard of it. That is. You never played Carmageddon? Yeah, man. No. Oh, Last dude, video a- game I remember playing was Skyward Sword: Legend of Zelda, and okay, that was so, for one week. So, so this was like an old, early, oh, like this was like a mid two thousands PC game, and it's pretty much all you're doing is racing, and the the big gimmick of it is you get to hit pedestrians, and they splatter. <laughs> 
I think I played that. I think <laughs> I played that. Yeah, I thought that was Grand Theft Auto. No, 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 no. This is pre. This is this is just pure racing. No, 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 I no other, no, it. no other hooker strangulation <laughs> or anything else. As a good Christian boy, I was not allowed to play such filth. Uh, well, you know, I was a heathen, so still are. Thank you. God bless you. Salut. <laughs> What do you think of uh, since you're you're from the UK, Harry? I mean, Iron Maiden. What do you think about Iron Maiden? I mean, you're not That's a, big a racist statement. Wait, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, when you when you name a specific band, to me, it, it takes me a minute. I've had a lot right. of head trauma. Uh, I've heard a song or two. You know, not like everyone else here who is dedicated to their music. Hmm. Um. Hey, they're good enough. You know, it's, it's not like when you had me review that CD the last time you were here or the last time I was here, this is your show, not mine, um, where it, 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 I thought I was summoning the devil. Um, you know, <laughs> Iron Maiden kind of, it, it, fits, it, it fits in within that realm of, you know, I feel like I could see, that, uh, see a movie where someone would take something from them and put it in the soundtrack and then I would hear it and I'd be like, yeah, I like that kind of thing. Like, I can't say, oh, yeah, I followed their whole career. I know everything they're doing. You know, I know what their, their lead guitarist had for breakfast. But like, you know, what I've heard, you know, they've been decent enough. It was baked beans, spam, 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 baked beans and spam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But uh Yes, thank you everybody for watching the show. Uh, we've just been rambling on and on and on about just random stuff, and I've been having a lot of fun. This is a very, very fun show. So this is uh, why you bring us on, Wayne. Hey, yeah, you're welcome. Exactly, why yeah. I bring you guys on. You know, I'm very. We're the NWO of podcasting, and we're taking over. <laughs> Pretty much. Hell yeah! Uh, hey yo! Mutiny. <laughs> it's a mutiny. That's why we kicked Wayne off at hey, the beginning yo. of the show. You know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we were alive when that happened, but it's all good. No, no, we were definitely live when it happened. Uh, that was the good no, thing about it. We were definitely live. That live button was going on. No, I don't think it was live. <laughs> oh, it was definitely. Oh, it's was true. It? It might well, it's I true. We were live, but you weren't YouTube. recording yet. <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, but let's talk about some news going on. And, and one thing I just saw when I got home from work today, I just happened to go on uh, Facebook. Oh, no, you, uh, Twitter. And somebody po- uh, posted this um, thing. Baby on Nirvana's Nevermind cover sues band for oh, child pornography. Oh, this is some bullshit. Yeah. Good luck suing a dead guy. Yeah. Well, he's suing, uh, what's her name? What? Courtney, Courtney Love. Love. And, 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 uh, uh, actually, yeah, yeah, this is the one time I'm actually going to side with Courtney Love on something. Jesus. <laughs> Hell has frozen over. Yeah, yeah right. you know, right? I'm actually going to agree with the freaking murderer there. Allegedly. <laughs> According to the suit, the defendants knowingly produced, possessed, and advertised commercial child pornography depicting Spencer, the guy who's on the cover, and they knowingly received value in exchange for doing so. Despite this knowledge, defendants failed to take responsible, uh, reasonable steps to protect Spencer and prevent his widespread sexual exploitation and image trafficking. Now, this idiot, uh, I don't know when it was, it was a few years ago, he like redid this photo as he is like now, like grown up. He's, you know, in the water, you know, not naked. You, know, you don't see his thing hanging out there. But he, you know, did not have an issue with this cover back then. But all of a sudden now he has this issue. 
this this sounds like the uh you know Spaceballs to the search for more money uh somebody <laughs> needs needs some money um i think so too because i mean you know only a special person would would you know i i know you're going to talk about this next but would would try to overshadow the death of somebody in the rolling stones you know only it's <laughs> only a true sociopath would do something like that <laughs> janice dickinson <laughs> what sorry but yeah i i <laughs> I don't see this guy winning this thing. There's no way. No, no, no. it'll, it'll his, get thrown out. Nah. Here's well, the thing. I, I'll tell you what, nowadays, who knows? Right. And that's what the I'm scared of. Is today, some nitwit, the right. nitwit judge will be like, you know what? You're right. Here you go. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm afraid of because if this, if he does win this case, then things just get worse and worse and worse for anything. But that's that you, the, you know, that, even taking a picture of your own child in now. now. I know. And that's, that's the scary. world we live in now. I heard you the first because time. Because everyone is who's suing who. Right. I know. Yeah, I, unfortunately, the, the laws of precedence have been have been taken way out of context for you know the last 20 years. Um, but you know, there there is such things as statute of limitations, which I hope will be the thing that will be the driving force in this situation. I hope so, because this is this is ridiculous. I mean all right, my turn. Okay, yeah. first of all, no, next story. the parents, yeah, don't get me started. The parents <laughs> should have not have been stupid enough to have their naked infant child thrown into a pool of water for an album cover, number one. Number two, if they had studied up on publishing and royalties and likeness rights and blah, 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 and this and that, they would have reaped the benefits of the album sales. And they wouldn't be bitching about it right now. Right. Now, I am an advocate for child safety. Um, you know, my wife is a Catholic school teacher, and we both work very hard to make sure that when we see that a kid's in trouble, we report it. Hmm. Uh, by law, we're supposed to. However, considering that this happened in 1991, it's 2021, it's 30 years later, to me, statutes of limitation means something. Context means everything. So fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, but come on. I, there's I enough time this. travel movies out there that tell you that you can go back to that time and just, you know, a, a click of a finger. <laughs> it, oh, wait, listen, just we don't have Peter Capaldi <laughs> at the helm. We can't. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I didn't no, know you were going to go Peter Capaldi out of that situation. That's a rare one. I mean, I I would have been okay with Scott Bayo. I would have been with a bunch of other ones, but Scott Bayo was never Doctor Who. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I wasn't going Doctor Who there. I was going for Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. Anyway, was Paul getting in trouble? Scott Bakula, really? Oh, sorry, Scott Bakula. <laughs> sorry, Scott Bakula, not Scott Bayo. Sorry, my oh, bad. I'm 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 half drunk here. Okay. <laughs> I don't know my uh, name. I'm they, terrible uh, with names. Drinking whiskey trouble. live, eh? I <laughs> hope you brought it up for everybody. Oh, you just need to come on down, sir. I thought I'm you, going uh, to Knoxville. I thought you had a cop knock on your your car like a uh, big salad on the uh, horseman one time, Paul. No, no, I actually had a. That was a mechanic for my job. Like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> He's just uh, talking but, to himself inside of a car, you know. There's, there's context there. Yeah, I, maybe his car well, is kicked. Well, they know I'm a little off-centered, so. Uh, but the other the other thing yeah, too I with wish. this uh, with this Nirvana thing, uh, this guy also he tattooed the album name on his chest as well. 
So he obviously has had no issue before now. So it's a money grab. I, obviously, this person is needing his his fifteen that seconds of fame has back. To has to be. You know, he 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 definitely is somebody who needs his notoriety back. He he's missing the uh, the love of people going, "Oh, you're the baby from Nevermind." Because obviously that's been his entire yeah. personality for his entire life. And he obviously needs a new personality. I mean, dude, you're bitching that you still live with your mom and you drive a Honda Civic. That's on you. <laughs> now, there's anything wrong with Honda Civic. There's nothing wrong cars. with Honda Civic. I drive a, a Corolla and I'm 140,000 miles over. And guess what? Still runs like a gem. I ain't bitching. So, you know, and I didn't have my dink showed on an album cover. This schmuck. Right. No, don't don't put your dingus on an album cover. All right, I'm not put the. Did you say dingus? Yeah, I said dink. You went full dingus. Uh, I heard dingus. Sorry. I know what you're thinking. Anyways, <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> moving right along. From, from one dingus to another, Gene Simmons apologizes to David. Oh, Gene Simmons, I invented the wheel. <laughs> Fuck you, pay uh, me. <laughs> uh, va- okay. Yeah. Uh, David Lee Roth and Kiss, um, I guess, uh, performed last year together on a North American leg of. Uh, it was right uh, before Kiss the Star. pandemic started. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so now that the you know concerts are coming back and everything, I guess they were going to have him back, but then they canceled that. And uh, Gene said, uh, explained Roth's absence from the trek by telling Rolling Stone, uh, Roth took. Oh God, I'm reading this backwards here. Roth took uh, being a frontman way beyond anything, and then I don't know what happened to him. Something, and you get modern day Dave. I prefer to remember Elvis Presley in his prime, sneering lips back in Memphis. You know, doing all that. I don't want to think of bloated naked Elvis in the bathroom floor. Uh, and then apparently, <laughs> when the hell? When when Gene Simmons is saying that you're a narcissistic asshole. You might want to take a look at yourself in the mirror because he knows what he's seeing when he calls somebody a narcissistic asshole. And I'm not talking about yeah. Yeah. Harry. Come on now. But uh, irked at Gene Simmons' comments, Dave took to Instagram over the weekend to share an image of a young boy wearing shades and extended the middle finger to the camera along with the words, Rock the Simmons. So now you know how he feels about that so then uh, gene simmons apologizes he says i'm sorry and ashamed actually that i hurt dave's feelings uh i'm the i'm the guy actually that saw van halen at, at a club in the 1970s signed him to my production company flew him to new york produced their first 24 track 15 song demo and championed the band and actually we took dave out as our opening act on the kiss and the road tour and in the course of an interview, you hear me talking. I just sort of stream. Uh, I just sort of stream of consciousness. I don't mean to hurt people's feelings. And every once in a while, diarrhea of the mouth comes out. Um, and then he continued. I read the, that quote, and somehow the way they put it together, I think I said something like, "Nobody touched Dave in his prime. Not Robert Plant. Not Jagger. Not anybody. But he was the king." And then somehow there was a segue to Elvis bloated on the ground, fat, naked. And I don't want to see that. Uh, I wasn't talking about Dave, but that doesn't matter. What matters is I hurt Dave's feelings and that it's more important than the intent. So I sincerely apologize for that. I didn't mean to hurt his feelings. It reminds me of the guy that gets out of the truck and says, hey, I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to run you over. Well, that's what the fuck is the difference? You've been run over. So I don't know. Um, Was that a classic sorry, not sorry? (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think he's sorry. He realizes that. I think so, yeah. He fucked up, you know. 
because Gene, actually Gene Simmons turned what 72 today, right? Damn, he's old. Yeah, he looks old. like a meatball and aluminum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and nowadays they gotta use uh... <laughs> Hey, you know what? I can't hate. I can't hate a man for trying to to gimmick his gimmick as much as gimmicks can humanly gimmick. I mean, that man has sold so much oh, on yeah. his name and likeness. It is amazing right. what he's tried to do. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, you can't. Uh... You know, blame Kiss for anything that they've done. Really, I mean, they they don't have to do anything anymore. They don't even have to play music. They don't have to play shows or anything, but they still do because they like to do it. But you know, obviously now it's their farewell tour. So, but you again, know, I, you know that what what what, what number is this? Is this their farewell tour? Is this like a, you know? I know I know they're in Terry 10, Funk territory of <laughs> you know the seventh or eighth farewell, yeah. <laughs> farewell tour. Yeah, it's like me with retiring last month. You know, I'll retire yeah. again next week. And the yeah, week I after, call that uh, Harry. Maybe next month. <laughs> I told you you'd be back in two weeks, and you were. Um, <laughs> it's true. It is true. Watch the live episode from two weeks ago. <laughs> but you know, um, I don't Gene Simmons saying anything. I mean, I know the last time I saw Dave do anything fairly recently, he was terrible. And I understand where Gene Simmons come from because I, I wouldn't want uh David Lee Roth opening if he's gonna sound like that. You know, it was it's was, it was terrible. But seeing that Kiss uses backup vocals and all this stuff. What, what, Harry? What do you got? Uh, my producer, Brain, and Better Half says that Gene Simmons loves to work with uh, children's charities. He should help the uh, Nevermind guy with his case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'd win. It's very possible. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, Gene Simmons is going like, hey, I threw you a fucking bone here. Right. You know, making you the, the lead act here when nobody literally cares about you when you know the only reason why you can't have your you know van halen reunion is because of you know what happened you know i'm i'm trying to help you out here but yet you keep freaking sabotaging this freaking get a hold of yourself you know it's not it's not 1987 again i, I, I mean isn't that say, you, know you know thing he screws everything up i mean it's he's just a a constant <laughs> screw. I mean, he had it all and then just screwed it all up. So why should anybody be surprised at what he's doing now? Yeah, but he's not. He Dave has never been financially destitute in his life. Mm. Like yeah. you know, he came from a rich family. His dad was a doctor. They bought Van mm-hmm. Halen their first PA system when they were still a backyard party group. You know, Dave's ever had to work a day in his life. He's done every kind of like sightseeing, like excursion that you can imagine under the sun. And on top of that, he was an EMT in the Bronx for about a year and a half, two years Mm -hmm. before he had his uh, K-Rock radio show. But I will say this. I'd rather see David Lee Roth on his worst day than Paul Stanley today on his best day. Number one. Number two, at least Dave doesn't sound like a gobbling turkey when he attempts to sing on stage, <laughs> unlike Paul Stanley. And number three, wow. guess what? Now you have wow. a painter, a painter going on before Kiss. So Gene wanted to please his fans so much that they're literally watching paint dry before <laughs> Kiss takes stage. So you get what you pay for, Kiss Tards. <laughs> Fuck you all. Wow. wow. Wow, let the firing squad he, go. 
Freaking Lou, freaking bringing the heat. Real heat, there, bro. Damn. I mean, I've never been a kiss fan either, but really Jesus. When it comes to David Lee Roth, you don't fuck with that with Lou, right? <laughs> no one puts no one puts David Lee Roth in a corner with Lou Madison. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, I, I I I'll always be grateful to Diamond Dave, greatest frontman in history, and. uh yeah, I mean, come on. Who else can mix rock and roll mayhem with Randy Macho Man Savage attitude? I love it. Yeah. Oh, I don't God. The cream, I, I, is, the cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> freak out, freak out. Oh, yeah. I think they really should just let Dave just do the opening act. I mean, because if he's that bad, then you, you want to see Kiss after that, you know? Kind of like what Faith No More does. They put on like the shittiest opening yeah. act ever. And then once they get on, everybody can't wait for them to come on because they... they after what they just saw, they wanted to end. So, so don't you know? do a social distortion and have the street dogs <laughs> as your opening act, but have like a really bad medium, you know, like mid act yeah. before they come out. Got exactly, it. that's the way to do it. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Whatever. Uh, sad news: um, Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts has died at the age of eighty. Um, another band coming over from the UK. Um, Harry, do you know anything about the Rolling Stones? Yeah, yeah, I I do. I know they're a band. Might, I know might have heard exist. a couple of songs. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, hey, any death is sad, but, you know, when it comes to, to someone from over here, you know, famous, big deal over here, you know, that, that is sad. Um, you know, if you were to start naming songs off for me, again, I'd have no idea if you were to play them, which I know you can't because you get your uh, channel uh, messed with there, uh, Wayne, yeah, but... Yeah. If I was to play them on my phone once I was done with this, I'd probably know particular songs. But no, no, as far as I know, yeah, they're um, they're a big deal and and they're uh, good. So yeah, you know, rest in peace. And just to quickly uh, backtrack for a minute, yeah, again, I was smartened up to the fact that I would uh, remind me the band you asked me about earlier, Wayne. Oh, oh uh, Iron Maiden. Okay, yeah, Iron I would Maiden. prefer Metallica to. I would prefer Metallica to uh, Iron Maiden. So, um, oh, right. you know, this is why I have people do oh, my yeah. remembering for me because when I have smarter people to remember things for me, that means, <laughs> you know, when I do shows like this, you know, coming in uneducated, not knowing what's going on, you know, people can smarten me up, and then I can actually uh, spread the, the joy of knowing what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it, sad times. So this is you just know, further so, so what you're saying that, is we're supposed to feed you. Further proof. <laughs> yeah, well, further that, proof that Keith Richards has sold his soul to devil because this is somebody <laughs> else that died before him. So. <laughs> the whole band will be Ozzy gone Osborne, before he's gone. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it's very. It's the Keith Richards Rolling Stones story. tour, Last Man Standing. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Richards is is, is is needing to be part of the quickening, so you Too know soon. He, there can only be one. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, <laughs> Adam. Oh shit! Uh, My name is Ramirez. <laughs> I'm Egyptian. Yes. Um. So uh, I I I felt this one a little bit because I am a bigger Rolling Stones fan. So like the big, the big fight in our house is my wife's a Beatles fan mm. and I am a Rolling Stones fan. Mm. I would more than mm. happy listen to a bunch of Rolling Stones. Than I am the Beatles. And, and I know that comes to a fight and that it comes to a shock to many of my friends, but um, 
I enjoy I've I've enjoyed pretty much their entire catalog of music. And I mean just the painted black all the way, you know. Even even when Mick Jagger went off in the 80s and started doing his own shit, I still love it because it's the Rolling Stones. And this one made me a little sad because, you know, it was just another one of those bands I never got to see live that I really wanted to see, but I wasn't gonna pay four hundred dollars mm-hmm. to take it for. Right, right. Um that I, I, no. I did I did enjoy and you know and I felt bad because I don't know all the names because I'm I'm just I'm I don't dive that deep into it. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, his drumming was just awesome. I mean just watching the videos and the tribute videos of it, it's just his his bluesy the way he played the the drums was just so just clean, you know, crisp and didn't let let and let Mick and Keith do do their shit while he was back there just keeping them in line. You know, and he's that's the what, only drummer that Ginger Baker ever gave credit to. This is true, and and you know how much I love Ginger Baker, there, Lou. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have nothing against Ginger Baker as a drummer, as a human being. That's a different story. But oh, not we're not talking about that. We're not talking about. <laughs> not going to speak all the dead, but I will <laughs> say this: Charlie Watts was my favorite Stone, so I was very saddened about it. So you know, my condolences to his family and rest in peace, Mr. Charlie Watts. Yeah. See, Wayne, I could be nice sometimes uh paul were you a fan of the rolling stones no yeah, yeah no nope. short and sweet no yeah. not a fan of the beatles the fight james is funny he said about the fight at his house between the beatles and and the and the rolling stones it's better than the fight in my house where it's between slayer and garth brooks so <laughs> i'll take his fight i guess over my yeah I, you know what um, that that's bad for me because i like both bands so uh, I, I live in Tennessee, so I love me some Garth Brooks. All right, don't 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 get that twisted there. Uh, I mean, I I give the guy respect, man. I I but it just it's just too much for me. Just my wife just goes overboard, and I just want to I want to clean my ears with a forty five. So as long as long as long as, he, as, long as you play anything like mid nineties back, it's good. But yeah, once he gets to the Chris Gaines era. You know, we're, we're, oh know. my God. Yeah. The only thing I'd like that Garth Brooks did, he did what? the uh, what? hard luck, hard luck woman. The hard luck woman is good. He did that pretty good. I did enjoy that. Uh, but getting back to Rolling Stones, uh, yeah, I was Sorry. really never a fan. Um, but yeah, I, 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 what Charlie Watts did as a drummer was, you know, great and everything. I, the only one thing that did bother me with him, and every time I saw his videos, he had the same expression on his face. He wasn't one of those flashy drummers. You know, that I was always used to seeing in like the metal bands and stuff like that. And he just stood there and did his thing, you know, which is, mm-hmm. is cool. You know? He didn't have to be. He was he was right. effective he was in his minimalism. Right. What was he? What was, how was he going to do that? I mean, how, what was he going to do? Peacocking when there's the two biggest freaking peacocks in the world for no, right in front of them. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, the, the two main guys, they were like, you know, out, you know, doing their thing. And he just sat back there and just, you know, played his drums. Didn't yeah. try to kept- out class anybody you know yeah you, know, Wayne, you, you could say the same thing about paul rudd from acdc though yeah i would comp- put compare him to charlie watts yeah. in terms of their solid playing and in terms of mm-hmm. their you know good sense of timing and rhythm right and man was in in acdc who paul rudd was in acdc uh, he's yeah, a drummer. I, the, the guy I got, I got your joke, Gary. I got it. I got it. I got wait, it. Wait, what did he say? He said Ant Man was in ACDC. Oh. Did I say Paul Rudd? I meant Phil Rudd. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. 
<laughs> That's why he's the great Harry Barnett and I'm Lou Mavs, host of the Music is Live podcast. Good night, everybody. Uh, this is the only reason I'm here for the dumb jokes that just catch everyone off guard. You know, you, and to you make know, fun you, of Wayne. You thought, see, see, Lou, you thought I was the I was the the bad one, and then you know he comes in there with the freaking rusty shank to come get you. You know, no, yeah, he's the shanker. You're still the loud mouth. It's all good though. Oh yeah, yeah I'm the loud one. Scissors. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, last bit of news here another death unfortunately former trouble singer Eric Wagner dies after battle with COVID pneumonia uh, this is rough so uh, his oldest son announced it uh, yesterday uh, that he passed away so yeah COVID's still out there um, I know Lou you got the shot right I got the shot but I'm not one of those people that you know, thinks people should be forced to uh, getting the shot. Um, you know, just be careful and just be smart. Um, Actually, you, I got the shot. Your wife had it. And... I got the shot because my I ended up passing it on to my wife and that developed into COVID pneumonia. So I've seen firsthand, Harry, you could take the mask off. A Chris Hero mask. <laughs> no, that's, oh, no, that's no, a great Harry Barnett mask. This is mine. <laughs> but, oh, okay. And Chris Hero did confuse the logos. I just want to say, the, this is not a Chris Hero mask, just so Chris Hero doesn't But close. But you're, I saw you're, the you're H. The right yeah. So. yeah. But, no, but um, no, I just figured with the amount of people in the room, I, I, I figured it was best. <laughs> you know, you know, you best, know, you know, you know, you know, you yeah. Yes, we're, we're good, CDC. Um, anyway, the um, but for me, it's like it, it was rough because, you know, I ended up getting COVID. For me, it was no worse than the flu. When my wife caught it from me, it turned into pneumonia. I almost lost her. And I that's why I tell people just please be careful. Whatever you do, just don't be a dick. Just be, you know. Be good to yourselves. Be good to everyone around you. Just, you know, just be cool. Well, Lou, you could say that. I am going to say the opposite of that. Get the damn shot, people. Come on. I, I'll, I'll be I'll be that one. I'll be the a-hole in this room. I'll be the one that everyone could hate. Could call me a dumb, leap-tarred sheep. I don't care. I don't hate you for shot. it. I, I respect however you feel about Get it. Get the dang shot, guys. This is, I mean, this is this turning into people dying because they're not getting the vaccine. And, you know, the Delta variant is kicking their butts. And I will say this, though, if I may. My wife did catch it a second time right after she got her first shot. Yeah. And then I went and got tested. I tested negative and I had already gotten both shots. So exactly. You know, and, and that's we, what I'm saying. Just, just be smart. And we just had a COVID scare because we went to the, the uh, creepy con here in Knoxville and, uh, and my wife came down with a sore throat and we were really worried about it. Luckily she's negative, but because we're both got the shots, you know, we're not, you know, we're, we were not as, worried about it we were just taking precautions but gosh bless it i'm tired of losing people to this freaking disease can we just let's i i understand that this is a very divisive subject but it shouldn't be let's there's these vaccines are safe we've most of us have gotten them we're not having any deformities yet i mean you know a little bit but you got like four more years to wait for that Oh, uh, only only four more. Shoot, the military's <laughs> been four. injecting me with mystery fluids for eighteen years. I don't freaking care, man. All right, I got stuck in jabs. I didn't. They didn't tell me what I was getting. They just said get the shot. So, you know, get the shots, guys. Let's let's beat this this disease so we can all get back to concerts and enjoying stuff, and we don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. And I, I'm I'm tired of hearing 
deaths of COVID-19. I really am. And, and I know that that's probably something you don't want to hear right now, but damn it. I'm really serious about this. I don't want any more deaths of COVID-19. I really don't. And international travel needs to be opened up again. So please get the shot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I need, I need to see my doppelganger. We need to see if we do the fusion dance, we turn into one, you know, one human. <laughs> James, just so you know, we're not divided on it. I mean, I got the shot because I wanted to. Oh, no, no, so. no, 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 no. I understand. I understand. I, just, I, I know that, you know, there, there are differing opinions on this podcasting network. So thus yes, there are, <laughs> there might thus. be differing opinions here as well. But. Exactly. And I, and, and, and I'm just going to go and I'm just going to go the one further. Oh, yeah. You know, damn, I don't care about being called a damn liberal. I don't really no, care. It's, it's, it's just, you know, just everybody I, do what you want to do, but don't, uh, don't criticize yeah, and don't get mad. Yeah, at people. You can, you can, you can, James, I mean, I, I respect your opinion. I respect what you want to do. It's not for me. Um, I've had an adverse reaction to the regular flu shot. It, I went from being never sick, absolutely oh. never sick, to being sick for over two years from getting the regular flu shot. Oh, then, then absolutely. After then I absolutely. With that then, regular flu shot. Yeah. It took me five years, five years to get my immune system back. So then, I, I'm going to respectfully pass. Okay. On the okay. COVID, then, you know what? And but your... I understand your point. If you need it, let people get it. Let people get it if they want to get it. Now I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean I'm I'm all for it. If you're me, you if know? you've got if you've got adverse reactions to things, because like I got a guy that I work with that can't that physically cannot get the shots, but we take damn good precautions mm-hmm. that nobody freaking gets anywhere close to him without a mask on and everything, so that he does not get sick. You know, because we because we know that he has the same thing with the adverse reactions to the flu shots because it's with something with sulfates and stuff like that. So I, yeah. I, I understand, I understand, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be the whole big, that everyone deserves a shot. And then if you're not getting vaccinated, ha ha, LOL, you, you know, you die. No, 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 no one no. would accuse you of insensitivity, James. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I no, 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 I'll be insensitive all I want. No, but not at I all, I'll be insensitive on this. <laughs> nah. But your reasons are nah, valid. Dude, I, and it's like fine. I said, I totally respect it. Yeah. I'm just, and I, I respect I, everybody that believes what they believe. Everybody has a right to believe what they want and, and do what they want. Just you know, that's that's just how I feel. And no, I'm with no, 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 no. If you somebody, get it, get it. Yeah. Somebody it, just wrote it. in the chat room, rest in peace, guys. No, they're talking <laughs> he's talking about the um the people who died. Us. Oh, are we are we in purgatory? Maybe this could be. Purgatory. No, this could be purgatory. I mean, I, this this could be way John Nord? personal hell. So is it John Nord it? is a very cool guy. Uh, I can't remember his bands. I'm sorry. I know you got like five of them, but uh, oh I know. no, no, I'm not, I thought no, John Nord was the berserker from WWF. Yeah, huh? he is the berserker. <laughs> Damn it! Still real to me. Yeah, uh, friend from Facebook. I know who he is. Very cool guy. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, that's just you know. I, 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 I know. I know it's a divisive subject, and I just, I want everyone to. I, I just, I want to get through this as much as possible, and, and yeah. I, I do that. I do, I do it out of a, out of a sense of definitely. You know, I've, you know, I've lost, I've lost people during this pandemic that shouldn't have died, and you know, it, it, it affects me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm, I know, I know everyone that does sure. that knows me offside of this is, it knows I'm kind of a big softy when it comes to that stuff. So. We love I you mean, for it, James. It's all good. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I got it. So, yay. <laughs> you done yeah. now? All right. Well, that's it. Uh, I'm off on my high horse. Let me get off my fucking soapbox. And, okay. Yeah. Drink yeah. your Fanta. And now that we just got flagged for having uh, uh, COVID information, thank you very much for that. Uh, let's move on. Uh, I hope Herman beer. Can... <laughs> 
hopefully uh, everybody listened to the album we were going to talk about today. Orion. Yo, this was so much fun. Was uh, it really? I loved it. Really? Yes. You're being serious. I'm being dead serious. No. I, okay. So wait, wait, wait. all right. So to, to, to be fair. Yeah. I grew so my, my father is a huge Eddie Money, Santana, Boston type fan. So I listened to this when I was traveling with me and him from Nevada to, to, to California to go see my grandpa. Oh. So for me, this brought back a lot of memories. And also this came out in 1984, which is the greatest year on the face of this earth, because I came, I, it was, is the birth. It was the same year I was, I came to this earth. So it thus it is the greatest year. <laughs> um, so nothing bad could have ever have happened. Right, so, I actually enjoyed this, even though I think the single <laughs> that came from this album was the wrong song. Completely. Really? Okay. Yes. That's interesting. I thought, the, although the video is freaking hilarious, I loved every minute of the video. <laughs> well, I thought that was Buck Dharma from BOC in the video, right. but it's not. No. It's very good row. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very good row. But uh, I never heard of this. I, apparently, a lot of people have. I just never did. I, I didn't even know what it was. I saw the album cover. I went to a yard sale, actually, and this guy had tons of records. So I'm searching through it, and I saw this cover. I'm like, oh, that kind of looks like something I would listen to. You know, it looks cheesy. So I saw it, and I left it there. I went home real quick. I remember the name. I looked it up on YouTube, and I heard that song that you just mentioned, uh, So You Ran. That's the single from it. And uh, I said, holy shit, this thing sounds fucking awesome. I'm going back and getting this record. It was only, it was less than a dollar. So, you know, I couldn't leave it there. And I ended up grabbing a whole bunch of other stuff too. But yeah, I got home. Uh, actually, I listened to this a few days ago. Actually, when I told you guys when I review this album, I listened to it. And the first two songs, I'm like, you know what? We definitely have to do this because these songs are oh, so no, 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 awesome. That first song fucking slaps so goddamn oh hard. God. Oh God, it's so good. What a great opening track. Uh, that bass line is so good. Yeah, definitely. Oh. But uh, Paul, I had you listen to this. What did you think about yeah. this? Because I know you're more into like the heavier, yeah, you did type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I tell you, it reminded me of a track for like uh, uh, the whole album reminded me of like the soundtrack for a cheesy '80s album. Yeah. I mean, movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. And and it's like you know some desolate, um, you know, uh, apocalyptic type stuff it just you know yeah it's not my cup of tea but i can appreciate the music musicianship of it and you know it wasn't bad it wasn't horrible i didn't hate it you know but it's just not my my cup of tea but it wasn't bad musically it was really entertaining yeah yeah i had a feeling it was going to be a little bit on the light side for you but hey you see you heard something you never heard of before right Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely never. And the great Harry Barnett. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, I actually prepared some notes. You for, prepared for notes? Yeah, I actually prepared Whoa. some notes. You know, oh, you know I'm very uh, serious. Let's see when, this. I, when, I, when I put things in writing, I actually, uh, you know, put, I, when uh, I take my glasses off. When I told you about this album, when I told you about this album, I said, you might actually like this one because it's probably sounds a little bit like because you you love the uh the transformer movie song the, from the old cartoon days. yeah yeah and i said this album yeah. might remind you of that you're not wrong you're not wrong oh. well wayne that is actually point number seven on my list because oh. uh you know it oh. actually says on this list i'll, I'll go out of order 
right. the, this very much does sound as if it would be a Transformers uh, theme song or um, on an album that they would use for the animated Transformers movie or something oh. of that ilk. But uh, yes, yeah, so who else cried when Optimus Prime died? <laughs> everyone who didn't cry, you didn't have a heart if you didn't cry when Optimus Prime died, even though that was, um, I don't know how many years before I was born, being yeah. that I didn't, was not born until 1991. But oh, um, yeah, so I basically uh, said Orion. You know, I didn't know that Dark Side's son was actually uh, in the music business now. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're the 80s, quite possibly the greatest time. What a great time for this uh, album to come out. Again, much like I said, sounds like it would have been something for Transformers or uh, perhaps a future Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um Watch out because your local independent, perhaps ROH or CZW, will probably be using this or something similar within the next uh, couple of months. Um, <laughs> I'm very much grateful that Wayne sent me this rather than something to summon the devil to. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> again, at this point, it was just scribbling notes. It was, uh, I'm, I'm very much glad that Wayne brought me to listen to this. Maybe he'll have me a third time in three years from now. Um, I put send this to my brothers to say, hey, I like this. Uh, two of my three brothers um, have a music background. One was a guitar teacher for the longest time. The other uh, has played the drums for pretty much his entire life. Um, it, for some reason, I wrote uh, F.U. Wayne Noon. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, I should probably show you the uh, the final point of these notes. Uh, just just there. I, I see can't. paper. Yeah, I can't see that. Yeah, we can't see shit. Yeah, there's nothing on that. Um, <laughs> but no, it was it was it was a great it was a great album. Um, you know, it, it was a great album, and um, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I do. I do think that something like that would be on something like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know. It has that very much uh, that 80s feeling, that sort of family film kind of thing to it. So, yeah, you know, anyone can anyone can connect with it. You can't exactly sit back and go, hey, that's terrible. Well, you can, but that would just be a dick move. (laughs) Uh, Any favorite songs off of it that you can remember? No, I didn't really have any particular favorite. It was just, you know, I liked those in general. It it was it was nice. You know, it's the kind of thing that maybe I'd actually add to a future rotation on my phone, you know, because that would go with the Superman theme and uh, the the one or two songs from the um, from the um, Transformers movie, one or two of the Guardians uh, theme songs. And yeah, that's it, really. I'm I'm not a music guy, as Wayne may or may not have said in the past. Um, The extent of my music has really been something I've seen in a movie or something I've heard on a wrestling show. That's the extent of it. That's that's why I came with such uh, such well prepared notes, which I'm actually going to uh, save for the next podcast. <laughs> that bit never gets old. Uh, what about you, Lou? I'm still waiting for them to use Jane from Step- Jefferson Starship in a Guardians film. Hopefully, the next one. Um, don't so give, my- don't give James Gunn ideas. James Gunn, use Jane from Jefferson Starship. If Orange Cassidy can do it, so can you. Anyway, um, so my brother, Mikey, my late brother, God rest his soul, 
actually had this cassette back in the mid to late 80s until he sold his entire cassette collection to buy a CD player. And this was not in print on CD at the time. Terrible. Um, I had never heard it until I prepared for this, uh, this review. And I will say this, Wayne, I love the album so much that I bought myself one of the Rock Candy CD editions today. Oh, wow. And uh, I have to say, all in all, a solid debut. Wow. And at this point, only album from Orion the Hunter. Yeah. Um, from a band who was promising that faded before they had the chance to succeed. I'll say one thing. Super groups like this, because let's face it, this consists of members of Boston and Heart. Excuse me. Um, and even other collaborations like Brad Whitford and Derek St. Holmes, I think groups like this set the precedent for future labels like Frontier Records, Frontiers mm. Records, where they create projects rather than bands uniting people from different bands together. And we're better for it, especially because of albums like this. You take bands like Lynch, Lynch Suite or Tokyo Motorfist, where they carry on the, the great tradition of hard rock made for radio and long rides in the car with your best girl and friends. And, you know, it just, it brings back that sentimental feeling. I'll say one thing about Barry Goudreau, one of the most criminally underrated talents of the golden age of hard rock. Great A release for me. I give it a 9.5. Wow. Wow. That's really cool. Uh, wow. Especially just, you know, from nice. a band I, I never even heard of. Just just going by the album cover, because I haven't done it in a very long time, looking at an album cover and being like, you know what, maybe let me check that out. You know? And so I'm glad I came across it. And just a little bit uh, backstory. Uh, Ryan Hunter was an 80s rock combo and offshoot, like you mentioned, uh, of the popular band Boston. It featured uh, former Boston members Barry Gord- Gordo. Is that how you pronounce that? Goudreau. Goudreau. Goudreau uh, on guitars and Brad Delp on backing vocals, as well as future Boston lead vocalist Fran Cosmo. Yes. And uh, Michael DeRoser <laughs> from Heart, their former yes. drummer. Yeah, the only, was, the only person uh, who, didn't, yeah. who didn't have a band afterwards was the bassist, who was the freaking ace of this damn cd god his bass riffs were awesome bassist never gets respect no not at all. <sighs> unless your name is getty lee yes uh, or 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 the guy from primus oh Les claypool Les claypool yeah he's a good one but yeah i mean if you like boston you're definitely cliff gonna love burton. this album oh cliff burton yeah. burton yeah uh but yeah if you like boston uh even like boston um like journey this sounds a lot like that kind of style uh but yeah, the first half of his album's awesome. Uh, the, that opener, oh, yeah. like we said before, James, uh, all those years, great opening track. All those years is so good. Such a great opening track. I actually, uh, actually, I, I liked it. I feel, I felt like so. So I didn't, I didn't get to do all my sayings, but I no. thought the first three songs were really I was good. Get back to you, don't worry. The first three song, the next three songs were kind of crappy. I didn't, I didn't like Dark and Stormy that much. Right. That's or say, Fast like- Talk. I didn't like that, but too much love comes in there right at the end, and that right. thing freaking kicks so hard. But uh, you know, yeah, like I was saying, the that and freaking it, it, it is. It, I like the joke of saying this is Boston's third album. Yeah, <laughs> it is like the Lost Boston album. It is the Lost like Boston the album. W O W is the uh, the by Wendy O Williams is the Lost Kiss album. Yeah, because that features all the members of Kiss on it. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Are... Devil Dozer, we are talking about the band uh, Orion the Hunter. That's what the album looks like. It's uh, the only album he ever did, so you can you can find. Show it me the album it. again, Wayne. Right there. It's got a guy. It's got a Orion okay. the Hunter. Right it there. looks. It literally looks like um, 
uh, uh who's the uh the horror guy with the mask um uh, uh, i know that's not very specific uh yeah, hair, say, say, how much would be a little bit more specific <laughs> yeah. there? Yeah. michael myers long long hair ma- uh, whitish mask yeah, michael, michael myers michael myers it looks like michael myers michael myers is is doing his best robin robin hood <laughs> wow <laughs> Uh, that one that one hurts a little bit even though like like i said like i said i was at a horror convention and hurt saw a bunch of the uh, bad impersonations of all this (laughs) wrapped up into one oh god the the guitars on this album i mean this album sounds like it's boston like you guys mentioned it sounds like the third boston album the guitars sound like boston the drums sound like boston uh but in, in it's good. I I, lo- I love how the um, like I said, so you ran. It's a great uh, single for this album. Um, I love the vocal melodies on it. I love the the uh, keyboards in it. The, the drum sounds awesome. Uh, the song "Dreaming Dreaming," yeah. though that is the one. Well, because after the fr- the second song, uh, um, so you ran. So you ran. I said, how can the, the, how can you top this song? And then "Dreaming" came on. I'm like, holy shit, man! This fucking thing is heavy. Just the way those guitars are just like very crunchy sounding. Yeah. I mean, you got that keyboard thing in, the, in between like the stops. But the, it's funny. I'm trying to think, what, what does this song sound like? It sounds like a copy of something. And um, I explained to my wife and she goes, maybe it's a car song. You guys remember the car song? Um, where did I write it here? Moving in Stereo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's off their debut a, album. Yep. Yeah, it's very similar to that. It actually reminded me a lot of like Scandal with Patti Smythe and even like, you know, kind of like mixed with like early Hall and Oates, like early 80s Hall and Oates. Like it's my favorite track on the album too. Man. So I loved yeah. it. I was surprised that this wasn't my, the single. My 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 big my biggest joke my, my my biggest joke from this whole entire album is why did every 80s slash 90s you know rock group have to have like a love song as their big hit? Yeah. <laughs> I, that's just a- why did all of them like like I remember, yeah. I'm bringing this yeah. all the way back to damn Yankees why does every single super group have to have a love song and a bunch of these slow songs when we know you guys <laughs> can play fast damn it right just play your shit like that first song comes in so fast and I'm just like oh this is so good right and like even I was like Wayne I'm like why are we why have we, why have we heard this band before and then like they start going slow and I'm like oh that's why right yeah uh, <laughs> well blame that's, the guy from night ranger for writing it because you know sister christian you know uh, i do love sister christian uh, and like you said after dork and stormy uh james it, the album kind of does fall off a little bit it gets kind of wimpy and kind of like cheesy 80s kind of thing i i passed out during it literally yeah. was passing out but then like you said it does pick up too much in um too much in love right was that song yeah that's yeah. that's a really fast song, and I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. And, uh, it sounded even, a lot like Journey, a lot like Boston, a right. lot of that stuff. Yeah, and even the last song, I call it Love. It, it was a pretty decent song too. Joanne is okay a little bit, but uh, those other two songs, I know. Wait a minute. Um, what was the one? Because I, I, I was doing this as uh, Harry Barnett was coming on, and he distracted me, so I couldn't remember all the songs. Uh, I am very was, distracting. You are very distracting. What was the one where it has like <laughs> I those? I do try those. Um, those drums that, but if it's a fake like keyboard sounding drum like um oh god fast talk yeah that's fast talk it's a fast talk yeah, yeah that's that, fast that talk. song i'm like that that is terrible why would you put that on there yeah that, that's like, like darkest stormy and fast talk just really yeah, that was bad. really drive that that drive that cd down i mean yeah. i know i i know they were trying to go for something but they they, they didn't they mixed too much uh, like uh like an island type sound in with like 
like a hard rock ballad. I felt I felt like they were trying to go way too much like sticks there. Right. And I was right. like, can we can we just can you guys I, I know you guys don't want to be known as Boston or future Boston <laughs> or however you want to put it, but you are Boston. So yeah. play like damn, like we know you guys can. There is a backstory to all this. What is so it? I tried looking up other stuff, but I couldn't find anything. So, so what, there was a seven year gap practically between don't uh don't look back is that the second boston album yes and third stage so it's yep. like a uh, so about seven eight year gap what happened was boston were ready to record uh write and record their third album and they were ready to dump their manager because their manager was ripping them off however in the deal that tom schultz wrote with the manager the manager was part owner of boston so tom schultz decided to put the gabosh in it and told the other members Go do solo projects. There's no reason why Boston can't make money and why you guys shouldn't make money. So go do it. So Barry Goudreau did his first album early 80s. Didn't do too well. But then he formed Orion the Hunter as one of his many projects. And at the time, I think there was the falling out with Boston where he left as well as a couple of the other members. And Orion the Hunter was that offshoot. So it's it's really tragic, actually, the reason why the band formed, all because of a yeah. bad management deal. With but, but it also is kind of cool because then Frank Cosmo comes in as the lead singer of Boston, and he's, on, he's in Orion the Hunter also. Yes, and Brad Delp, the original yeah. singer of Boston, does background vocals. And, you know, like, talk about a tragedy, like the way we lost him. That was a, that was a shame. Yeah. Um, but uh, what did happen with him again? Suicide. Okay, in right. 2007. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I will say I will say this though. Um, I, and 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 I give all the credit to Tom Schultz in in the world because he deserves it. You know, he's a genius, uh, great songwriter, great technician. I mean, the man created the Rock Man that Def Leppard used to record Hysteria with. But I feel like. Ever since Barry Goudreau left Boston, that magic is not there. So I really have to give him all the credit for why their tone sounded as good as it did. You can tell, like, what's on this? He's on this, so you can tell that he's he's that Boston sound. No, he has that Boston sound, and and my God, is him trying to play as a as a sexy person in the freaking in the video, or him trying to play that hard luck lover? (laughs) My God, is that like the wrong decision in the world? Oh boy, yeah. If you haven't checked that video out, please go check that out. Oh, so, please do. It is the you best. Do check thing it out. Ever. You have our condolences. <laughs> no, 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 no. You need to. You need to do this. It is the. It, it is something of a pure, you know, absurd comedy in the world that he. You're, you're like it, it, it. I don't know if it's between a psychopathic episode or obsession or what. I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those videos that 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 Eric would definitely make us watch. Hmm. Right, maybe we'll okay. have to do it on the uh, Rats Out Review Theater one day. You got to um, give it to them, though, for, you know, this is the, the early age of music videos. So right. they really tried to make them like short films. Right. Oh, no, 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 the video, the video, like the cinematography is awesome. It's just the wrong people to be doing it with. Yeah. Uh, Paul, was there any song that you liked, kind of liked on this at all? No. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I enjoyed the first two songs. I, I didn't mind them, and then for me, it just kind of hit the skids after that. But I didn't mind the first two songs. It, you know, 
they helped me go to sleep. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that's not what we wanted to happen. So are you hey, hey, you're right right the Enya? Oh, I mean, I know people who fall asleep to Dream Theater. So I mean, we we can we can do this. <laughs> we could do it, but uh, and, we, yeah. and we all know who does this, and we all know who who it is. Is he not here? He is not here. <laughs> but you know uh, who it old is. Old like Wayne. <laughs> no, he's younger than me, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he barely. Barely. Yeah, that's true. Does he have a, a GoFundMe for his mother? Yes, he does. Okay. Oh, he's <laughs> have like theater. <laughs> oh, he's he's passed out to watching. Jo- okay, so I've I've seen this man pass out to Dream Theater. Pass out. Where the fuck is Santa by CKY? Um. Oh yeah. I've I've seen I've tried I've tried to pass out during this too. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I've seen him pass out to some really crazy shit. It's funny because uh, back when uh, even uh, Eric knows my old band and you too, Lou. Uh, they <laughs> used to, he, I never passed out watching Phoenix Rain. No, no, you haven't. But my other friend that used to come with me and like kind of be like my roadie or whatever. He would help me empty out my drums and everything. He would come to my shows. He would sit actually next to the amplifiers and everything, and he would just fall asleep. And then I'd ask him like after we got done and everything, what it sound like, and he's like, I don't know, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you were literally right against the amplifiers. You wore him oh, out. Shit. Your drum kit was huge. It was huge. <laughs> but he never stayed awake for anything that we did. It was funny. It was hilarious. You gotta get uh, your naps when you can. You gotta get him in there. You know. Hey, you know, day. I'm probably the only person that could say I fell asleep through David Tell standing up. Ooh. <laughs> while he was doing stand up. So like oh. I've never I've never watched his stand up. I've only oh I've only watched Insomnia. So I I should have just stuck with Insomniac. Uh, but again, today's album was Orion. <laughs> You're welcome. Segway. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I want to end the show here. We're about an hour. So you want to end the show? You got uh, you know four great people and you, Wayne. Do. You know well, I don't know I don't know why you need to be like that. I'm at least this could go right. I'm I'm. I'm Ending that section of the show, if you guys want to talk about anything else, I know Paul, you're in your car, so you probably want to get in your house and get out of the car at some point. I uh, don't bother me. I'm. I told you, going home to that hell, I'm cool. I'm right. <laughs> he doesn't want to lose in the garage. He doesn't. Plane. He doesn't want to. He's he's, 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 he's okay to stand by the fire. Okay, he doesn't want to be inside the fire. He wants to stand by the fire. <laughs> He'll never get out of that car though. Yeah. Be... Oh, there you go. <laughs> Life is not dying. He's merely That's surviving. That's right. The, the seat will recline. I can go to sleep. It's all. Yeah, that'd be great. First time somebody fell there asleep. There you the go again. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but, uh, any, anything else anybody wants to talk about? Anything. Anything at all. Any, any, anything. Well, you know, well, we've got time here. No. Um, honestly, um, I, I know, I know I'm going to take this away from this, but, uh, what did you all think of? Because I know everybody here is a wrestling fan for the most part. What did you guys think about CM Punk's uh, debut on AEW? Did you think they did it right? Yeah, I wanted yes. to talk about this earlier. Then I totally forgot about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm here to help you here. Oh, yeah, um, I, I was never really a CM Punk fan. So it really didn't mean much to me about him coming back. But I knew it meant a lot to everybody else. And seeing him come back and getting the reaction that he did, I thought it was pretty cool. So I'm hoping now that maybe this really stirs some interest in wrestling again. 
because I, I know WWE is doing a couple little things here and then they just had Brock Lesnar come back and everything and now CM Punk's back with AEW. So I really hope now that maybe wrestling will be kind of out there again, you know? Um, objectively speaking, I, I don't know. I, sorry, I'm Paul, torn about it. Hmm. I, 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 I'm not sure. Like, I don't know, seven years. Like, what can he really do anymore? Like, yeah, he, I mean, he's always been okay on the mic. I mean, everybody gets all over about the, the pipe bomb he dropped way back when, but was it really that good? I mean, yeah, because they did it a little different, but what a lot of people don't realize is, you know, that had to be okay. It wasn't like he really came off the cuff with it. Was he ever really a draw? I mean, yeah, they got a small spike in the numbers when he came back, but it wasn't what, you know, apparently what they thought it should be. And they're all celebrating it because they got like, what, 1.1 million viewers? Mm-hmm. So did he really yeah. move the needle that much? Well, I, I don't know. I, because I, I, don't know. I think Tony Khan is so full of himself. <laughs> no, it, they didn't promote it, but they didn't have to. It wasn't like everybody didn't know he was showing up Friday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the worst yeah. kept secret ever. But only Everybody wrestling people who coming. watch people only who watch wrestling uh, on on regular will know that he's coming there. But somebody that don't watch wrestling or haven't watched wrestling since Punk left, they wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like if they would have promoted it a little bit better, yeah. maybe they would have tuned in. Yeah, but if if I agree with you, I mean it could have. But again, was he that mainstream that him coming back would really move the needle that much? Yeah, that I don't. You know, he brings up a good point because it did happen in his hometown of Chicago. And right now, there's no one more over in Chicago than CM Punk, especially in the last seven years. Beetlejuice, uh, Lightfoot. Yeah. (laughs) I said over, not who they want to bury. (laughs) Not under, yeah. A run over. (laughs) A run over, yeah, it's a different story. Um, objectively like speaking, over. <laughs> from what I saw, uh, yeah, it was equivalent to the Road Warrior pop. I'm not gonna lie. Um, me, I was more excited mm-hmm. about the fact that Nick Gage was on AEW. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. <sighs> oh, oh. Uh, okay, James, I'm <laughs> yes. sorry. I know you're not. Oh, Nick yeah. Gage. Yes, there's only one thing that would have been better than Nick Gage. I agree with Masada. you, Masada. <laughs> Okay, I, I would have been more more a fan of Masada because I actually I actually enjoy his work more than just his deathmatch stuff. But anyway, continue. You don't have to be a Gage fan, James. It's okay. I mean, oh uh, no, oh you know my views on deathmatch, so we'll, we'll continue. I know. <laughs> continue. <laughs> I guess it's more the the spectacle of Gage being in AEW. Why yeah, am I explaining yeah, yeah. myself? No, <laughs> you don't explain yourself to me. Explain yourself to the people. The people. <laughs> But Harry, yeah, yeah. What, what was your what was your views on it? <laughs> and uh, what what more can I say that everyone else here hasn't? Like, you know, needle moving. Yeah, like outside of Chicago, who really knows where this is going to go? It's kind of going to be like, where are they tonight? Where are they Friday? Is it going to make a difference? You know, that's that's how something like that makes a difference. You not the one night, yeah. the the one week, the the two weeks, the month. So like. From that standpoint, okay, you know, that could be a letdown. From the standpoint of, hey, I liked Punk once, you know, from, from someone who doesn't watch regularly anymore, and I watched the clip on YouTube about him, watched the full show, I haven't watched the full show mm. in a long time. 
yeah, it was all right. What more could they have done? You know, he wasn't going to have a match back on his first night. You know, um, I heard in, in other places people saying, oh, why did he talk? Why didn't he just, you know, go out there? They would have reacted exactly the same. But still, it's like, you know, either or, they did all they could. Uh, going forward, what's the point of him being there? As far as everyone sees now, dream matches are what does everything. So it's like, okay, CM Punk against this guy, CM Punk against that guy. You yeah. know, that's the cool thing now. Um, other than needle moving and things like that, I don't know if he's really going to make a difference. So, I, James, I, I'll I, rectify what I said before. I apologize. I don't mean to cut yeah. you off, but I will rectify what I said before. There was one person I was more happy to see in AEW than either Punk or Nick Gage. And that was seeing a Papadon wrestle on AEW Dark. There we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, so, yeah. so for me, for me, who's, yeah, who's Pop, been, definitely. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Paul. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was agreeing with, with GGP being on, on AEW. That was, that was definitely dope. Yeah. Wait, when was he on AEW? He was on, on dark. AEW Dark. Uh, he was on Dark. Uh, I've never watched. He did a tag team match. On yeah, yeah. He was. He was on Dark on on YouTube. Uh, oh. For me, who's been? I've been craving because when I was growing up, I was a big WCW and WA fan. Yeah. I've been wanting and craving and begging for an alternative. And when AEW first came out, I was really excited. But then I saw who they signed, and I wasn't a big fan of. I've never been a really huge PWG fan. I've never been a huge Shikara fan. I've never, I've been, it's, it's more about me. It's more about blood sport. It's more about bringing in the, the shooters and all that stuff. So I, I kind of understand why I, my, my cup of tea is not going to be the most popular. However, CM Punk coming from, yes, I understand he has a 0-2 UFC record. Um, and I'm still not, I still don't count that as a no decision. That's still a loss in his world. The fact that is he was famous in the WWE when there was 4 million people watching rather than the 1.8 now that, and it's not about moving the needle as per se that way. Cause especially with AEW, their ratings and everything are at least two weeks behind what, what the, the current Nissan rating is right now. I'm just excited because it gives them an air of confidence and a pseudo momentum that there is an alternative out there that these guys like Brian Danielson that wants to have more creative freedom to wrestle in other companies, CM Punk who can do whatever he wants to do and be happy giving these guys opportunities to do things they want to do on their own terms and not have to answer to Vince McMahon or to Triple H or whoever's in charge over there in Connecticut makes the wrestling world better. The wrestling world was better when WCW and WWF were competing against each other. Right. The world that, was my th- friends is good shit. That's Definitely. good shit, pal. Um, and it, and the wrestling. That's good shit. Pal. Uh, yes, it was. pal. Um, and wrestling has been, worse since 2002 when that whole thing went down when is we went from three companies to one company yes and so i want more companies out there i would love to see gcw or ring of honor finally get up out of the independent muck and actually become a real organization 
I love I love GCW because of Bloodsport. I really do. Yeah. Yep. I love Bloodsport more than anything. I love that yeah. Kyle Jax is there. You know, the um I I know that uh Davy Boy Smith Jr. is not gonna be there, but you know, they that was the only time I got to see Shalock actually shoot on somebody. And I, I mean Schlack. Schlack is great. And you know what? Mm-hmm. He ended the fight in the best way Schlack humanly could possible by getting DQ'd in a shoot fight. It was the most beautiful thing ever. But I love watching these guys show that hey you can stretch somebody because I'm one of those type of guys. I'm one of those guys who likes to, you know, who, who will get in there and wrestle and actually try to stretch you. I like that stuff, but I know that's not everybody's cup of tea. I know everyone likes the young buck stuff and I could care less of it and the death match stuff. I could care less no, of it, but I'm here it. for that. Stop it right now with that. The young buck stuff. Get the hell out of here. That's garbage. Yeah. It is garbage. It is, in my world, it is garbage. They're, they're one of the greatest tag teams. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You cannot they're, tell they're, me that they're, they're one are of the greatest tag, tag teams, teams. Yeah. and put them up with the Road Warriors. I think. Or the I think. Dudleys, I think. Or even the gangsters. Like, stop it. Stop I it think. Right I now. think. I think Santana and Ortiz would be good <clears> in those any of those areas, and I think FTR would be better in those areas. Yes. I think those two guys, those two teams, are really damn good, and they are buried in that damn organization. It pisses me off. Do I know who FTR are? Uh, that's oh, yeah. uh, that's uh, the revival from WWE. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think I think those 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 two teams are really damn good, and I feel like they're buried because the Bucks are the EVPs. But anyway, yeah, I'm excited because it gives because it gives absolutely people opportunities, and I just I want people I want the Briscoes to I want people to see the Briscoes because fuck are they awesome, and they've been awesome for decades. Yeah, they're so fucking good, and I want to see them in mainstream. Absolutely, Terry Funk didn't need no damn mouthpiece. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> two things uh number one schlack is the only other <laughs> two, um schlack is the only guy other than masada who wrestles similarly that i could watch so i'd love to see schlack make it to AEW. that'd be great and two uh you we were talking about when we stopped watching wwe i stopped watching wwe after i watched dark side of the ring owen hart oh god oh, so oh. tragic yeah Watching those Bret Hart Owen Hart uh, matches mm. are just—that's freaking wrestling, man. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's wrestling to me. It's storytelling. That's yeah. storytelling, and that's what I miss. That's what I enjoy about New Japan and All Japan. That's why I love watching fucking Stan Hansen beat the unholy shit out of somebody. I fucking—I just—I—I I miss that. I miss yeah. that error of badassery and thinking like you don't want to fuck with these guys, Bruiser Brodies. Vaders and all these guys that you just do not want to fuck with, and I miss that in wrestling because you yeah. don't have that anymore. I mean, get that, and that's and that's not to hate on on Randy Orton and all those guys. I know those guys are actually tough guys, but still, you don't get the air yeah. of I want to fuck. You know, I could still fuck with these guys. You couldn't do that back in the day. The art of selling yeah. is what wrestling is all about, and it, and it's not just because like I'm right, exactly. Nobody sells anymore. How the hell do you do a Canadian destroyer off the top rope through a table and don't get pinned? Like, that's just nice. It's, it's absolute garbage. Let's, can we go back to the Terry Gordy selling where you'd sell a fucking punch? God damn it. It's terrible. But uh, any, if there's one, oh, one wrestler I, I right? do want to see. Thank you. 
if there's one wrestler I do want to see it in either of these wrestling organizations, AEW or WWE, it would be Eric Adams. Nah. <laughs> I want to see this because I want to see not... I want to see my brother get freaking paid. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's he's paid his dues. It's oh his God, time. he has he, he paid his dues. Let him get in there. Let him do something. Let him be on dark. Anything. So, Khan, if you're listening, either you, Khan's, there's two Khan's. There's one in AEW and WWE. Stop listening. Sign Eric Adams. <laughs> Stop conning Sign us. Eric Adams. Who's the one in WWE? Um, he's Nick. the one making all the financial uh, yeah, he's decisions the, now. He's the, he's the, he's the great... Uh, Nick Khan. Yeah, he's the he's the guy who pretty much does these business deals. Like he did the one with Disney and um, Marvel. Wait, what happened? Uh, WWE, Disney, and Marvel. What what happened? There? I did not say that. I did not. No, no. Nick Khan. <laughs> you heard it here Nick first, Khan, everybody. <laughs> prior to being with the WWE, was the one who did yeah. the Disney Marvel merger. Oh, okay. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So big fan, big fan. You know, glad yeah. that all happened. <laughs> Wayne, are you ready to take control of your show back? I'm ready to take control Absolutely of my show. Absolutely not. I'm here. This isn't Wayne's show. Me. This is our show now. Look at me. It's a yeah, mutiny, exactly. It's our show. <laughs> yeah. So use the You guys can take over. I'll see you later. <laughs> I really Just go count your CDs there, Wayne. All right, you know, I'll, we'll 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 handle the everybody. Shit. I'm going to count my the CDs. The Prince of Taking Over. It's Rod Slaughter Review with the great Harry Barnett. Bully. Sounded too too high class to sound like me. Ah, you cunts! <laughs> there, okay. Yeah, you need to be more. You need to be more, more towny there. All right, I'm ending the show now. Uh, again, Paul, thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> look at that! Thanks for having me, man. It's been yeah, a blast. No problem. Look at the look at the pop figure this guy makes of himself. Uh, Devil Dozer. You, you can't, you can't call me narcissistic when I, I don't make a pop yeah. figure oh, of myself. <laughs> that, this is what happens on? when Wayne Nothing, makes I'm me doing angry. A podcast. I'm talking to some people on a podcast. Oh, he's getting in trouble again. Oh, he's in trouble. Who is it? Who is it? I want to talk to him. It's the Popo. Don't tell him nothing. <laughs> it's a 5 0. Plead your fifth. It's Devil the fuzz. Said, the cops. Uh, he went to see Andre the Giant wrestle. Uh, Andre the Giant wrestle the Ultimate Warrior in Anchorage, Alaska, way back in the day. Speaking Imagine of like, no selling, oh good god, who maybe, sells in that match? Good god, the, the match lasted maybe one minute with Ultimate Warrior taking it. People were pissed. Andre probably kicked the shit out of him. Yeah, man, said, Andre would have fucked him up. Like, I fucked you. I know more. I'm in better movies. <laughs> ah. <laughs> But uh, again, uh, thank you very much. Paul is getting in trouble. Who you? Who's be- who's bothering you now? I don't know. Some old guy. Tell <laughs> <laughs> him to go watch. Can't us tell YouTube. me what to do. Tell him to get <laughs> on his lawn. You to get off his lawn. Yeah, look at look at that. <laughs> <laughs> We're the same thing. <laughs> uh, oh God! I don't know. Uh, the, he said somebody's the, bitching. The great Harry whatever. Thank you for. Gentlemen, thanks for having me on, man. I'll talk to you. Cheers, Paul. All right, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, And the great Harry Barnett, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, man. All right. Well, Wayne, um, the pleasure was all yours. Um, You know, (laughs) I am kind of a big deal, as I tell a lot of people. And uh, if if, uh, there's people out there listening now, if Wayne hasn't scared them all off, you can find me at youtube.com slash the great Harry Barnett. That is T H E 
G-R-E-A-T, having to spell my own name, H-A-R-R-Y-B-A-R-N-E-T-T. Um, and if you can't spell that, then I'm sure Wayne will tell you how. Uh, just, just look for Wayne, you know, find him on a street corner and ask him how to spell my name. Um, and the great Harry Barnett on all great social media platforms. But make sure you follow the uh, YouTube because um, I want more subscribers. That's right. Get more <laughs> I'll subscribe to you right how after many, the show ends. How many are you up to? I appreciate that. But, uh, that would be uh, 136. That's not too bad. But how, how long? Yeah, 136. On like 20 years. I don't know. Really? Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and also, been too- using it two years. That's what matters. Oh, so that, that's all that matters. Also, too, if you do order the new Project Resurrect album, my band, uh, you can, if you're in the UK or anywhere outside of the United States, you will get it from Harry Barnett with a very discounted shipping rate. Not ship it from the U- US where it'd be like 15, 16 bucks. And he's going to send that shit Ryanair. Yeah, he'll keep the price down. You can get pop figures, uh, any kind of 3D printed items from Harry Barnett. So please, if you want something printed 3D, don't ask me because I'm terrible at printing things on the uh, 3d printer have you SDR printed my pop yet pro. wayne yeah i did remember i told you i just didn't bring it i should have brought that wayne, i don't remember things come on i've had too many concussions yeah i printed it in the silver that you told me to get <laughs> well <laughs> now that i'm not retired we should do uh we should do that show again we should we should do that again. yeah we have to uh lou you can find me over at musicislifepodcast.com and as always i'm spreading the good word about ratsodreview.com James. That was way too professional. So I'm going to go with the very professional podcast at Beyond Bushido. Uh, we definitely are uh, being professional, even though we haven't not posted a dang show in almost uh, what two, three months now. But one of these days, we'll get back to our wonderful wrestling talk and actually showing some very funny videos that Eric Adams, definitely my co host, will bring up. And uh, once again, please go to Rat Salad Review. Please go to Music is Life. Go check out Suck My Balls podcast. And just, you know what, support independent uh, podcasts out there, especially ours, so that we can actually get this thing ball rolling and actually get this crazy thing called money one of these days. So it would be capitalist people. We're dang right. I mean, I might not sound like I am, but I definitely am. I like money. He's a conscientious capitalist. It's all good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, yes. uh, And once again, pleasure being out here. Thank you for letting me uh, ruin your show once again. <laughs> Actually, no, it's been great having you on. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and two, if you do want uh, Beyond Bushido, Bush, Bushido back, oh, let me start it off. If you well, you say you can Beyond... call it Bushido. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the type of show is we're working uh, with here. Beyond Bushido. If you want that show back, uh, please go to GoFundMe.com and look up uh, Josefina Santana and please donate. So the, the closer we can get to that goal to help Eric Adams' mother, the faster that we can get Eric Adams back on Beyond Bushido. Get the wrestling back on the Rats Out review, and everything will be happy. And bring back the quality content. Big yes. fan Why is your sure. fingernail Big black? Did, did you paint your fingernail black, or did you hit your? Oh, oh you don't know about this. No, oh, no. so when I was in Nashville, right? Finger. I, uh, I, uh, I dropped. Oh, it was the best finger to do it too. I dropped a drop floor ceiling while I was doing the fiber optic job at the at the Air Force Base, and I dropped a thirty pound uh, or fifty pound uh, drop floor on it, and uh, luckily did not break the drop. nail. Yeah, it was, it was a, the perfect thing to drop on there. Um, lots of blood, um, but no loss of nail or, or limb or anything. So uh, we're good. 
ECW. Like just, I, ECW. Yeah. That's the best thing to have it on too. It, it is the best one. So, so, so it's the only way the Air Force will allow me to have a painted fingernail is to actually freaking completely destroy it. Got it. <laughs> uh, cool. Very cool. And we'll have Goldilocks uh, on the show eventually. Don't worry. Goldilocks will be back at, at some point. Uh, we're going to reschedule, so don't worry about that. Uh, I talked to her yesterday. Very cool person, and she even promoted that we're going to reschedule. So you know, it's you know, she had to get to that show. So. More important thing, she's not getting paid being here. She's getting paid to be at the show. So I yeah, uh, let, yeah. make her go, well, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 not be mad at her for making money. Yeah. For God's sake, no, not at all. Uh, yeah. So again, we'll put the heat on Wayne. <laughs> Why does it always got to be on me? Because you're, you're the host, Wayne. As as, as the because uh, you're, as the, you're the one running the shit, pal. <laughs> But again, thanks everybody for watching and, and joining in on the chat. Uh, thanks, John Nord, and thank you, Devil Dozer, for checking us out. And everybody else, uh, I know there's a lot of bunch of other people watching the show. They just weren't in the chat. But uh, thanks again for watching that the was. show. And uh, again, our album tonight was Orion the Hunter. Go check it out. We all pretty much liked it, except for Paul. He didn't really care for it too much, like the first two songs. But even if Harry Barnett, the great Harry Barnett, liked something, uh, some music, you've got to listen to it. Exactly. Right? exactly. Don't make him sound like such a big freaking curmudgeon. God well, he's bless. not a music listener. So, you know, if he likes music, then you know, there might be something good on that that you should go listen to it. <laughs> when I pay attention, that, that says a lot, you know? Yeah, there, there we go. Most there of the time, go. Wayne will say something. Most of the time, Wayne will say something. When it catches your good graces. When it catches your good graces. By the way, yeah, Harry, exactly. I, I do collect Funko Pops. So if you're in the business of custom making Funko Pops, I'll. Uh, Contact you for some custom ones. I got you. I got Sweet. you. Great. Uh, the vinyl. Yes, this is the only vinyl of Project Resurrect. The the one and only. I I'm not making another one. I made this for myself just to see what it would sound like on vinyl. And when I made this, which means it sounds album. better. No, this doesn't sound better. Did you send uh, Vince Russo one? I, he likes he, his albums. He got a copy of the CD and he did not like the music because it was too heavy for him. So he's giving it to his son. <laughs> bro, bro, you're kidding bro. me, bro. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. bro. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, bro. It's not good, bro. Yeah. Oh, bro. No, bro, it's not my cup of tea, bro. All right, you know, I'm going to tell you right now. He actually, I'll get his message uh, because I, you know what? I didn't know he had a lot of shit going on the time I sent it to him. So he had it almost for a month before he listened to it. But he was getting his new uh, network all started up, so he hasn't had time to listen to it. Because I kept the saying, twenty grand he dropped on Realm, <laughs> right? And now he's his number he got one fan, Jim Cornette. Yeah. Uh, so he writes back, "Bro, heavy, really heavy. Not my taste in music, but I'm a guy who fancies Neil Diamond. But re- regardless of the genre, I know good music when I hear it. The music was good. My son loves this stuff. After I listen to the whole CD, I'm going to send it to him. Bro, so, bro. bro, yeah, go Giants. So that that's Vince Russo." And I was hoping he was going to mention it on a sh- one of his shows, but he never did. So whatever. Yeah. Is what it is. Every time I go into his chat, he, he literally, bro, the great Harry Bond is here. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Outlaw uh, Mud Podcast. <laughs> That's damn right. One. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye, guys. That's right. <laughs> and thank you. Fuck you. Bye to everybody. And great Harry Barnett. I bid you adieu. I said good Cheers. day. I said, said good day. See you next week.